Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we are coming off our interview with Peter last week from Banner Pump Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we told everyone last week that we're branching off a little bit sometimes just to discuss, you know, Housewives spinoff Vander Pump Rules. There's just too much to discuss. And once again this week, there is a whole lot more drama surrounding Scandal So, mm-hmm. Eric, I, I'm sure, you know, we should just get right into it. Um, yeah, well... First, just so everyone knows, later in the episode, we do have an interview with Danielle Cabral from Jersey, um, which was a lot of fun to chat with. We are going to talk a bunch of Banner Pump Rules stuff and other Housewives headlines, as we always do. Um, But yeah, we got to chat with Danielle, who we haven't spoken to yet this season of Jersey. Um, She was really, really nice to chat to, and I feel like it was um, perfect timing because she's very much in the mix of the season right now. As we head into the Ireland trip, which she gave some good scoop about and where she stands with kind of each of the women, who she's on good terms with, who she needs to hash things out with as they prepare to film the reunion soon. Um, So you guys will hear our interview with Danielle later in the episode. Um, But yeah, let's get things started with the scandal of it all, because there's always things happening with Vanderpump Rules in today's world. Yeah, to start this week, the the photos from the the highly anticipated reunion came out and everyone finally saw Ariana's quote unquote revenge dress that has mm-hmm. been teased since they filmed on March 23rd. Um she is wearing this sexy red dress with just like almost like she has these huge cutouts on on the front of her, um just a strip across her chest. Um and it, it, she just looks so amazing. Um, it was a killer choice to wear when she's coming, you know, face to face across from her ex and the woman he cheated on her with, Raquel. Um, what did you think of it? I loved it. If she was going to show up to that reunion, you know, damn well she needed to look good because, yeah. wow, that must have been um, an experience for her, that reunion. Um, yeah. Red hot. I mean, she looked incredible. Um her body, I mean, you could see her abs, like yeah. she just crushed it. She looked absolutely incredible, perfect dress. I think the only way to go was a red dress, right? Yeah. I feel like she had to show up in a red dress. Like it was oh, so yeah. fitting and, you know, she's definitely leaning into everything that's happened, but in a good attitude, it seems. So I totally respect her for that. And she looked incredible. They all actually really looked incredible. I'm going to give a shout out to Sheena's dress because that was my other favorite. Yeah, I love Sheena's. Um, I, like, I like Sheena's a lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't love Kate. Katie was, I feel like Katie's just a very dark dresser. Like she was, it was giving like funeral. Like she was dressed like very like long black dress. Um, Everyone looked great. Tom Schwartz was a little casually dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't help but notice like he just looked miserable in the photo. Like I'm not even going to say his face said it all. He was miserable. 
yeah, and I'm, I'm sure he is miserable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everyone looked um, really great. Them releasing the photos makes me think we probably have about four or five weeks to go until the reunion yeah. starts. I mean, the most recent episode of Vanderpump was, I believe, episode nine. Yes. So we're thinking probably 13 or four, 14, 15 ish episodes of the season. Yeah, we might get in an extra, episodes. yeah, plus maybe an extra episode, maybe probably just one extra episode with the additional filming. If I had to guess, they might do like a one episode devoted to the post affair broken. Yeah, I think Andy this week said that the, or last week said the final seven episodes of the season are just insane. So mm-hmm. he started saying that two weeks ago. I almost think he was including this week's and last week's and mm-hmm. then five more. So yeah, I guess to about mid-May when the reunion airs, which sounds about right. Yeah, it feels so far away, but it will be here before we know it. And people yeah. are excited. I actually already am making plans with friends that are obsessed with Vanderpump. You have to have wine and cheese to watch the yeah. thing. And I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, A, this is my job, so I have to watch it. But B, I'm going to watch it anyway. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, I mean, that is going to be the chatter. I mean, Vanderpump okay. is already the talk of the town with everybody and everything. But my God, social media will be blowing up during that. And I am excited. Me too. Um, especially because Tom Schwartz was on Watch What Heavens Live this week. Mm-hmm. A mess. A mess. A mess. What was going on? I don't know. But I almost like, I mean, Andy posted on Instagram that like he loved Tom's like unhinged honesty. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's how everyone else feels. Like I... In comparison to like Tom, the last time Tom was on Watch Heaven's Life, he was with Sandoval. And it was after the season had premiered and people speculated that like Schwartz was like constantly <laughs> looking at Sandoval, like what he could say, what he couldn't say. And now that he was like alone with someone else, like no one from mm-hmm. the show, he was just so like um, honest and open. I mean, he said more than I thought he would ever say. Oh my God, he couldn't stop himself. It was he- literally word vomit. The word vomit. Not only did he say that he thinks Tom and Raquel's relationship is toxic, mm. he said he doesn't really think it'll last. I mean, mm-hmm. he said it'd be a miracle if it did. Um, he said that Tom is lost in the sauce. Um, he compared their relationship to heroin. <laughs> yes, he compared their relationship to heroin. He said Tom is in a midlife crisis. Um, just said so much. And then he also said that Ariana eviscerated Tom and mm-hmm. Raquel at the reunion, um, which we've heard little tidbits about that. Yeah. That we figured that would happen, but just to hear someone confirm it was just icing on the cake. Like, I cannot wait for this reunion. Do you think Tom Sandoval's mad at Tom Schwartz about that? Everything he said last night? I mean, you got to think he's a little like. I, I mean, that's, I, I'd have to imagine he's a little pissed. I mean, yeah, because he shorts kind of stoked the flames of everything that's going on right now. And obviously, Sandoval and Raquel are like number one and two targets with yeah. everybody. Um, what did you think about? So, what he told Andy on the show was August was when he found out that they had a one night stand. So, and Andy was kind of trying to get info out of him because I thought Andy actually did an excellent job where I think Andy knew in that moment, like Schwartz was like not giving straight answers. And Andy was like, hey, what do you mean? Like, was it, you found out the affair? You found out a one night stand. This happened. What do you mean? It wasn't linear, quote unquote. And um, Rob Lowe's son was jumping in on, you know, everything too. Um, So he said August was when, which is around, August is when the show is filming right now. With like, like Sheena's wedding was August. Yes. Like what's airing that we're seeing on television right now, every Wednesday is August, 2022. 
Mm-hmm. Schwartz made it seem like the one night stand happened after Sheena's wedding because he said that their kiss was before Sandoval and Raquel allegedly first hooked up. Yes. Which is not in line with the rumors that have been circulating that it happened after boys night. Correct. Because they've been saying that it happened at boys night. Again, there's no, and I'm sure this will definitely be asked at the reunion. So, I mean, I'm sure the answer is already out there. We just haven't seen it on television. Yeah. But Schwartz's story was that he found out in August. And then I guess those following months, which included BravoCon, when you had interviewed all of them, when they were all in New York, um, during that time, I guess as the affair was going on, but Schwartz allegedly didn't think it was going on to that extent, that there was like a full-blown relationship. Yeah, he thought it was more of an emotional connection. After the one mm-hmm. night stand, he thought that, I guess, they were just overly friendly, um, mm-hmm. had a closer bond because of their right. love. He didn't know that it was a full-fledged, like, turning into a relationship that would continue. He said it in January is when he really learned that it was, hey, this is a full-blown affair because Tom Zandoval told Schwartz that he was in love with Raquel. Yikes. <laughs> and that he, he was going to, he had this, well, basically he was, Sandoval was telling Schwartz that him and Ariana were not on good terms. They had, or he had tried to break up with her many times already. Um, mm-hmm. And that he had this whole plan to fully break up with her after the cast filmed the eventual reunion. Um, obviously he could not have anticipated Ariana finding out about the, um affair before they filmed the reunion so his plan got all thrown off and now we know what happened you know how it all played out um with her finding out and them splitting up etc etc um but it's so crazy that like consciously he went so far as to come up with a plan to tell her after the reunion it makes me wonder would he have just broken up with her and then pretended that him and Raquel just hooked up after that? Like, maybe. I don't know. We'll never know. But I was shocked with everything Schwartz said. Um, I think when Andy was asking, um, you know, wait, I thought you said this was because obviously they already filmed the reunion. And mm-hmm. I think at the reunion is when Schwartz said he found out about it in January. So when he first brought up August, Andy's like, wait, what are you talking about? And he's yeah. like, oh, well, I thought that was just a random hookup. But I don't know. It's it's so crazy. Just more. I, I love when like more and more comes out about it. It's a lot. And hearing this and like hearing the Schwartz of it all, like I think myself, like oh god, like do would I rat him out? Like you think, and it's like Schwartz is friends with Ariana. Like yes, Sandoval is his guy, but like then you spent two months. I mean, many months knowing that they had hooked up, but then the last two months knowing that there's like a full blown thing going on, and like. You don't tell her like I know it's very circumstantial and it's like it's easy to say you would when you're not in that real situation but like I don't know call me a narc call me whatever like I think I would rat the person out if I'm friends with the other person the as other well person, I mean yeah. Schwartz is friends with Ariana they have their own you know friendships so I don't know so much uh, I think too I mean for Schwartz and like, you know, business and I think that he was business. trying to protect his business a hundred percent that and, and you can't really fault him for that because he is going to get thrown into the hurricane of it all and he has now that this has all blown up but at the same time like how do you lie to someone that's also your friend for two months knowing that I don't know I think that there was a lot of confusion about the state of Sandoval and Ariana's relationship and I feel like most of the cast was like it's about to end like the end is near and then it just happened that it ended with the secrets and the lies rather than like truth so 
Yeah. I don't know. Ariana is the one we've heard the least from throughout all of this. So I'm interested in the reunion to see so. what she says and if she felt like Sandoval and her were good to go or that the things were crumbling. And just one more thing about this. The only thing I wish that um, we had asked to Schwartz and correct me if I'm wrong, that it wasn't was I want to know what's him and Ariana's situation now. Is she upset with him for lying to her? I don't know if that was asked. Was it? I don't think not so. That was, no, not that. Of I course, that'll come out in the reunion. But like, I would presume that Ariana's like, you spent months and didn't tell me you knew this was going on, that she's probably upset. So I'm curious where their relationship stands. Oh, and then one thing I wanted to talk to you about was I just, mm-hmm. um, you know, last week when we interviewed Peter, he said mm-hmm. that um, this reported brawl at the reunion, from what he heard, James was involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, sh- you know, that went wild when we shared that online. Um, yep. you know, that up, And then there was a blind item or I guess it's not so much a blind item, but um, Des Moines uh, posted yesterday that um, he, uh, he or she has on good authority that... Um, I didn't even hear that, so you're about to break news to me. But keep the, going. <laughs> the two people that got into a brawl at the reunion are James, so Peter and, there, and Tom Sandoval. Yes. That's or what Tom I figured. Really got into a brawl. I don't know why Jax was saying it was Tom and Tom because there's no way because Schwartz still clearly has a lot of loyalty to Sandoval. Yeah. I, when Peter had said that on the podcast, I did agree at that moment. I don't know if I had said it on the podcast sense. that it was James. And then obviously we ran that story and um, all the fans kind of saw it online and stuff yeah. and social media. And I definitely agree that that was the case. I mean, James Kennedy fighting somebody at a union, it ain't that far-fetched. Like, let's be sure. honest, people, right? Like, it's not like it's some breaking news. It's hard to imagine, mm-hmm. you know? And and Peter did make a good point that James is involved in this emotionally too, because he was lied to about a lot of stuff yeah, going on. Sure. And obviously he has still an emotional attachment to Raquel, given they were engaged like a year or so ago. So yeah, I do believe that's true. So yeah. Thank you, Dumois, but Peter said it first. <laughs> That's what I thought, exactly what I saw. Yeah. Oh, I know, but yes, 50%. great Vanderpump, great Vanderpump content, and I'm sure next week we're going to have even more. God knows what's going to sure. happen next. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we also have a couple Housewives items to discuss, starting yep. with Potomac has started filming officially. We got um, first footage of Ashley filming. Mm-hmm. I think it was reported it was a newbie. Like, you couldn't really yeah. see what it was. Um, but I'm hearing also that the entire cast from what are we on season eight now? So the entire yep. cast from season seven is returning. So mm-hmm. there's no Robin firing. There's no, no. You know, maybe, maybe some roles will be changed, but as far as what's being reported right now is everyone will be back. And we don't know if everyone includes Sharice and um, oh, Jacqueline. I don't know if that, or they're under that umbrella everyone term you know I don't know if they'll also be in the mix I mean Jacqueline if she's not friends with me I don't really see where there's a place on the show for her right Sharice I don't really mind because she is organically involved in the group I mean she was an OG and she's friends with about half the cast or so so I really wouldn't mind Sharice coming back I'm sorry I know people hate Robin I'm happy she's back because in my opinion last season she was in the mix more than ever she's an OG seven season I thought last season was her quote-unquote biggest season in terms of her personal storyline, her fighting with people, her, you know, dynamics with everyone. And you have to capture the fallout of you her have and Juan. I mean, I don't understand you want her fired, but she's delivering interesting stuff to the show. Yes, she lied to the cameras. Also, a lot of housewives have not told every detail about their lives on the show. She did go on Watch What Happens Live and explain to Andy her reason for doing so. 
I get that people still don't believe it or whatever. There's a lot of holes in her story with the whole wine and the hotel girl situation, but I don't understand why you would want her fired. I'm happy that she's back and that I'm good with honestly, the whole cast coming back. Yeah. I think it's I, like I want to see more of the play out of Juan and everything, even with Giselle. Yeah. Happens live recently and flat out saying she does not believe Juan's story that nothing physical yeah. happened. Um, and then I think Juan was also pictured in the last week or two with that co-worker of his again that he was at the launch mm. that with but he no longer has his job yes he got fired which is another thing I want to see on the show yeah I want to see that play out and I'm wondering like why is he still hanging out with like obviously you're still going to be friends with people you used to work with but I'm curious if there's more there you know like yeah this I just want to see it all play out I think she deserves at least another season um yeah. and plus you know we're not supposed to love every housewife you know like no. otherwise what kind of you know but I like Robin sue me I like her I do too. I like her. What so is Queens of Bravo? That account loves Robin. They're obsessed with her. Who does? Queens of Bravo, you know, on Instagram. Uh, I love that account. No, I follow them, but I didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, it's interesting. And also I'm into having a newbie, throwing a newbie in the mix. I'm good with that. Maybe the show, the show might need a little fresh blood. I mean, Mia was only two years ago, but can't hurt to add, you know, a new person in the mix. Yeah, for sure. It's actually I want to give a shout out to Queens of Bravo because they were the ones that reported that everyone is returning. Yeah. To so yeah they're in the now and over in potomac apparently (laughs) um what about girls trip i just yes new episode (sighs) what did you think i can't i this freaking bottle thing okay i'm not i think i did like yeah like do we really watch a whole episode about a liquor bottle and like this is a pure example of giselle just making up random stuff to try to be entertaining and sometimes it works and sometimes like this instance it just doesn't I don't want to watch a whole episode about a stupid bottle that costs two three hundred dollars that she acted like it was so hard to get I literally googled it and you can get it today at a local store like I mean I understand they're in Thailand she was saying it took three days to get it delivered there but it's a bottle. Like, let's let's be more creative here. Like, let's fight about something better. Like, I would have rather heard more of Leah and Candace fighting with Portia over Instagram than this dumb bottle. Giselle, you know, she she has she's pushing this bottle thing like so hard. But the one thing about Giselle is she does kind of move storylines in a way. Like she does make things happen. Like she knows. She understands the game of Housewives. She knows yeah. how it works. That You can't say that for everyone. I mean, I think especially on Potomac or more than anyone, she really gets it and sees what needs to happen. But it's a little much like she's playing producer almost. Like she's making this happen. Like, does she really think that Candace has that bottle just sticking in her freaking luggage I mean, next to her bathing suit? Like, why like- would the like? Why so- would the bottle be in Candace's luggage? I don't think that Candace has the bottle. No. And I was just going to say like, I can imagine Giselle just threw it over the cliff or something to make a storyline. Like, right. Cause you know, I mean, we'll see what happens somewhere. Probably. What do you think about Candace and Leah feeling like Giselle and Portia are bullies? Cause I think that term gets overused mm-hmm. in society in general and especially on reality television. Um, I kind of disagree. I don't know if they're bullying, like Portia not ta- tagging them. I don't think it's bullying them. I think it's just being a little yachty and, same and um shady i don't yeah. know if not tagging two people yeah. in a picture is i forget we had candace say cyberbullying, and everyone was like laughing at the table yeah. which i thought was hysterical they like the miami girls were like literally chuckling like i don't <laughs> know if that's ever i feel like cyberbullying is like saying cruel things and saying yeah, messages like, and, like attacking someone in a written a virtual way yes. i don't know if not tagging someone is 
cyberbullying. I think it's like it's shady. Bitchy. Yeah, it's shady, and that's obviously what Portia was going with, and that's you know Portia for you. But I, I don't know. I feel like that was a little exaggerated. Candace, like she does that on Potomac too. She likes to throw out the buzzwords of the day, if you will. Like she does do that at times, and. Yeah, I don't agree with the whole bullying thing, but Giselle and Portia are a great duo. Imagine if they yeah. were on the same on the same show, like because they're two like alphas. Mm-hmm. Whereas like on Potomac, I feel like it's obvious like Giselle's the alpha and Robin's kind of the beta in that duo. But like Giselle and Portia are like such an interesting duo because they're both yeah. like top dogs and they're yeah. just like running the show there. And like it's they That's almost are like these are our minions. They probably built a good relationship on Bravo chat room. Um, yeah. And so they came in knowing each other and good friends. But yeah, it, it also comes from, like you said, their personalities and they're both alphas. Um, they'd be really good. But I don't know. Overall, I'm just like, I'm not impressed by this season. There's moments where I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting a little good, you know, et cetera. But like overall, mm-hmm. I'm just not loving it like I did with season two. Even season one, even though it wasn't dramatic, I loved everyone on the cast. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just liked it. I just not into this one. I'm like, bring me season four already. Like, yeah, I I just think, and we've talked about this. I just feel like it's almost half the cast is delivering. Like Candace is giving, Portia is giving, Giselle's giving. Leah, I kind of understand why everyone's annoyed with her, but she's very much in the mix. But like the Salt Lake girls, I know I always like talk crap about the Salt Lake girls. And I, yeah, it's just like not, it's not intriguing me what they're saying. Like, yeah, like, why didn't we get Larsa and Nicole or um, even Gertie would have been more fun to watch. I mean, no offense. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's not about the people individually. I think it's like finding the, the right mixture of everyone. And I yeah. like the Salt Lake City girls and the Miami girls just don't fit with this group specifically. Definitely you can see like the obvious differences of them and like the Salt Lake girls are just very much into the housewives world and like people haven't been loving everything that's been going on in Salt Lake, especially last season. I just like, there wasn't a need for that yet. I think they almost rushed into it too much, like throwing them in. And yeah. I've said before, I think that the formula of girlship works best with ex housewives. And I'm curious if that's like what they're going to try to get back to. And we know season four is all ex housewives. It's all ex Basically season two, part two. So I'm interested to see if that's like the rhythm that they continue with. Um, but you know, a couple more episodes. I think of Girl Strip Three. I think we've got one or I think two. Yeah. So I mean, it's gone. I feel like there hasn't been a ton of buzz about it on social media though. Like, like there, like people aren't like I don't really see a lot of it. No. So I don't know. It's fine. It's just fine. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um. We also, we're down to only Jersey with regular Housewives shows on the air. It's the only Housewives show on, it's right? Yeah. Atlanta's May. Yeah. Atlanta's um, May. And this week was interesting. Um, Turkish we, talk or whatever, coffee talk. I know. I was, honestly, I was trying to remember, like, wait, I know that like, there was a bunch of Dina stuff, but I was trying to, okay, so this was the one where Teresa was sick. Um, COVID, Yeah tested positive for COVID, so she sat most of the episode out. Let's um, let's start with the bridesmaids and the Dina okay. of it all. Yeah. So Dina decides not to go to the wedding at that point. I think at this point, the wedding is about two weeks or so away. Yes. Dina makes it known she's not going to the wedding. In turn, Teresa invites Dolores and Jennifer Aiden to be bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we have known this since before this episode that, you know, Dolores and Caroline are like this. They are extremely, extremely close. 
Caroline and Dina are strange sisters. I don't think they've had a relationship for a very long time. No. Dina lives in California now. Yes. Dina and Teresa have always been very close. Dina and Dolores, like, do, do have no relationship. Like, I think that no there's genuine, like, bad blood there. At we don't that's even kind know of what, yeah, we don't know why, but they they don't. I mean, that's why Dolores did not go to the engagement party last year. Right. Because Dina supposedly threw the party and was in mm. control of the guest list. And I think Teresa just didn't chose Dina over Dolores, didn't want to mix them up at the same party. Yeah. Teresa at the time said it was because it was a couple's party and Dolores was single at the time. This was That's all so weird. last season's reunion. Yeah. I didn't buy it. Dolores didn't buy it, but she was like, all right, well, I'll just let's move forward. So now here we are, you know, a year later or however many months later. And you know, Dolores and Dina were both invited to the wedding, but Dina was the one that was asked to be a bridesmaid, not Dolores. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone in the cast, except maybe Melissa, was gonna be a bridesmaid, but even at yeah. first, Melissa was not. And then no. <laughs> I don't know if wait, Melissa is never Teresa, gonna be a bridesmaid. Has Teresa even asked her yet or no? Because I know in real time we know she eventually did. But I Melissa. Yeah, Melissa, I can't remember. She, like, kind of asked her at the Mozzadell party, remember? When they were fighting, and then she oh, was like, oh, do you okay, want to be a bridesmaid? Right. Melissa like, was I, like, no. Let's be honest, Melissa Gorga was never going to be a bridesmaid in that wedding. Either one was going to say no, or the other one was going to ask. Like, that was never going to happen. You're right, that's where it, it seemed, yes, at Danielle's Mozzadell party. But Dina was definitely in the mix. Now, this episode, we have a story of, coming from Joe and Melissa that allegedly... Louis and Dave, Dina's um, husband, mm-hmm. had a bit of a falling out regarding um, another business, business similar to, again, allegedly the whole pizza thing. This is all I'm saying allegedly because there's 45 different stories coming from Real Houses in New Jersey right now. There's so many sides to every story. And that there was some drama between the two men resulting in Dina deciding not to attend the wedding. Now, there's been talk that Dina actually didn't go to the wedding because it was being filmed and she didn't want to be on camera, which I guess could also be true because I think she does not want to have anything to do with the show. I think all of these bits and pieces could be true. She may not want to see Dolores. um, But I don't know. There's just so many different stories. And I'm not really sure still where her Dina and Teresa's relationship is. I think they've said that, like, they're fine, but... Dina has said she's done, like, Q&As on Instagram and people have asked, like, oh, are you guys okay? Because... We haven't seen pictures of them together in months. Um, time. She wasn't at the wedding, obviously. They, she wasn't at the wedding. I mean, they comment here and there. I'll see comments. Like, Teresa will put some hearts on Dina's post. And mm-hmm. I think Teresa likes her post. I don't know if it's reciprocated. I can't go that far to say that. But it's very obvious that something's off. So fans have asked. Dina claims they're fine. But mm-hmm. she did elaborate a little bit a few, several weeks ago and say something like, all friendships, like, have their ebb and flow like they go through phases we'll find our way back to she didn't necessarily say quote unquote we'll find our way back to each other but she said we'll we'll, you know we'll figure it out in the future kind of thing so there is something going on there Teresa denies 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 no shocker there um nothing's wrong nothing's wrong um but yeah like you said Joe and Melissa are now saying that there is an issue because Joe talks, he said he's close to Dina's husband mm. and Dina's husband told, allegedly told Joe that they had a falling out um, with Teresa and Louie because of a failed business venture, which sounds a lot like the one that caused a new rift between 
Joe Gorga mm-hmm. the Geodice over the pizza oven thing, which yep. I don't know if you saw, but the boxes or the photos. Oh, it's from, wait. So I think, I think, you know, that like I'm the town that I'm from, like where I went to high school and where my parents still live is the same town as the Judases. It's in Montville, New Jersey. And that's where Teresa and them live. So I think that the oven is from Columbia Inn, which is a restaurant I've been to 8 million times in my life. Like it's in that town. I did see this on social media, but again, the whole pizza oven thing, I'm so confused about that. I haven't even truly tried to grasp my head around it because it makes no sense. But tell me what you heard about the whole pizza oven thing. Cause it's from Columbia Inn, which is a restaurant from the town I grew up in. Well, I saw, first off, there was a more detailed story that started circulating online. Um, I shared it on my Twitter account. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who the source is. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of fans are thinking it's coming straight from Joe Gorger and Melissa. And since they have a gag order, they're kind of like feeding it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's very, I, I'd have to pull it up. I'd have to pull it up. Let me pull it up. Real it's quick. so complex. Yeah. yeah it's and it's so like, there's so many. But what I was going to say, I saw photos of the actual ovens and photo, like boxes of the photo shoot. Because remember, um, uh, Joe said that they, Teresa and her daughters did a photo shoot for the, um, the pizza oven. And I'm seeing the mm-hmm. photo right now. It's Teresa and her four daughters standing in a kitchen. And it looks recent. I don't have the photo in front of me. It looks recent. Like, look what the girls look like. Does it look recent? It it looks like the kitchen, the house she owns with Louie. Yes. Uh, Does it say anything about Columbia Inn? It says skinny Italian and love, love, Mm -hmm. love Teresa. And then I'm not seeing anything about Columbia Inn. I'm seeing the pizza Mm -hmm. oven itself. People are able to buy, supposedly buy this on Facebook Marketplace. Oh my God, um, I can't. <laughs> oh, wait, I up, so I pulled up the story. It basically says that um, before filming the last season of Jersey, um, mm-hmm. Teresa met Lily. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't know. The story it's really expensive, so, but it gives yes. more detail to where the story makes sense, you know? Yeah. It's about oven prototypes and that's where Louis's money went. Um, yeah, yeah. So you got to be a forensic accountant to figure this thing out. I mean, it's very complex. It's very complex. But I think what's more interesting is this week's reveal about Dina. Um, yeah. If it is true, it kind of gives leverage or, you know, um, accuracy to maybe what Joe and Melissa were claiming about the pizza thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is Louis the issue? Is he ruining relationships in Teresa's lives? We don't have proof of that. No. It, it, and those are the claims. Yes, and in fairness, um, which we did discuss this with Danielle on the podcast, um, and I think this has been said on the show, you know, Teresa's had relationship issues with other people long before Louis was around. So, you know, we can't say like he's the reason that yeah. Teresa and the Gorgas had issues, but, you know, is he adding flame to the fire? You know, potentially that remains to be seen if, you know, we're going to get the truth about all of this. Yeah. The reunion tapes, I believe, next week or within the next two weeks, Dolores and Andy both said that on the, um, on Watch It Happens Live, which we predicted because I think we only have like Vanderpump of about maybe five episodes left. They're heading to Ireland next week. So, I mean, reunion, I'm sure the pizza, pizza gate, pizza oven gate or whatever is going to be addressed. I'm sure the Dina of it all will come up. I wouldn't be surprised if we get very limited because Teresa is probably not going to want to talk about it. Dolores, you know, I'm not talking about Dina ever, as she said in that chilling moment on the episode, she ain't going to talk about Dina. So I think there's going to be probably limited Dina talk on the reunion, even though that's a yeah, segment Teresa I'm interested in. Teresa will be all positive about it and Dolores won't. Yeah. See it. 
It's yeah, and I, the day when Caroline wouldn't say anything about their feud, and I just I wanted that is the most interesting to me. Like that's what I want to know about. Let me just based on like I feel like everything that's happened, all the you know, and there there's so much we're not even gonna get into it, but you know, allegedly you know Tina being attacked and sending in the letters, it's going against her and um, court and everything. I think the Judas and Gorga family drama is nothing compared to the Manzo slash Dorita. I don't even think it's comparable. I think that is some deep-rooted stuff. I've been to the Brownstone many times, also near where I'm from, and I think there's a lot of deep-rooted stuff with that family, which we're probably not going to see on television because none of them are on the show anymore. No, and they... they, And Dina has long... They just don't want to hear it on TV. Yeah, they don't want to... Which I respect, I get it. But I think there's some deep, deep stuff there. Some, you know, bad, bad stuff. But yeah, I think, you know, we're closing in on the end towards, you know, Jersey. We got Ireland next week. And in our chat with Danielle, she, interestingly, we've heard so much great stuff about the Ireland trip from Fessler and from Rachel and Dolores. But Danielle, you guys will hear in the interview, Danielle said she didn't have fun. Things go down with Danielle on that trip. It remains to be seen on the episodes, but she did not have a good time. And what's interesting is that when we asked her who she fears going, seeing at the reunion, mm. I thought she would say Margaret, Jackie, maybe Rachel. She said Melissa. Yeah, and we've seen them only get along so well. So we kind of questioned her on it and she kind of like backtracked a little bit and tried covering her tracks. But then when we asked, we're like, oh, is something coming up between you and Melissa? She just like, she was like, yeah. So she'll talk a little bit about that. I think it's maybe it's a feud that a new feud that we're going to see. I don't know if it has to, she said it has nothing to do with Melissa's situation with Teresa. So I think maybe, it has to do with the cheating thing because I think Danielle gets in the mix about bringing it up or whatever at that um, finale fight that we see in the trailer. I think yeah. that potentially has something to do with it because we know Jen Aiden relays this information to Danielle in yeah. Ireland Mm-hmm. so yeah but Danielle was lovely to chat to I think all the Jersey I, newbies I'm enjoying I think they went three for three I'm enjoy- I enjoyed all three of them so far both on the show and on our podcast <laughs> I love them on the show love them on the podcast Danielle pleasantly surprised me like I don't yeah, know she was she's fun. a great chat she's mm-hmm. fun she's gorgeous she has a great family um mm-hmm. she's bringing the drama so yeah. you know I want more from her and um Yes. So everyone stick around for our interview so you can hear all that, what she has to say about the rest of the season, the the Ireland, I almost said Italy, the Ireland trip, uh, the reunion and her upcoming, I guess, feud with Melissa. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back, everyone. We have none other than Real Housewives of New Jersey star Danielle Cabral here. Is that pronounced right, Cabral? No, you got to make it as Italian as possible, Cabral. Cabral, Cabral. I love that. Even though my husband's Portuguese, I say Cabral. I love it. Yeah. Welcome. How's it going? You know, this is your first season 
on Jersey Housewives now that it's playing back how does it all feel is it what you expected I mean, yes and no. You know, you think you're going into something. I didn't know how big it was. I mean, this is a big show and the Bravo fans are right out. But I mean, you know, watching it back, you're like, oh God, oh God. But it's, 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 that, it's what I thought. Times a million, I guess. Yeah. How have you enjoyed the interactions with the fans on social media? It's been okay. <laughs> it's been okay. I mean... They don't hate me. Yeah. Not all of them. So, I mean, that's good. I'll take that as a win. Yeah. You know, but I, you can't look at all of it. it. It'll mess up your mind. And I have to be a wife and a mom. So I don't want that to take me down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the Jersey fans are the most intense the franchise. God. So intense. You, yeah. and, and it's like you have people that are either they love you or they hate you they hate everything about you they hate the way your hair parts they hate everything it's like oh god <laughs> oh god you know it's crazy yeah um, now your family issues have become obviously a hot topic this season um were you surprised that the ladies asked so many questions about it do you now sort of regret bringing it up or how do you feel so i'm not surprised that they ask questions because i still ask questions it's it's normal I think I was a little upset um, in the manner that they asked and how they did not care about my emotions or my feelings. And it was trying to get stuff on me or trying to make me look like a bad person. And that was something that I wasn't used to because I'm used to whenever I open up to people that are my friends, no matter what they think, they're there for me. And I didn't get that from them. So that was very upsetting. But I don't regret bringing it up because it it made sense to because my friend Teresa and my new friend Melissa were going through the same thing and I didn't want them to end up like me yeah it is pretty crazy when you mirror the two situations of like what's going on like you are the Teresa and your brother is the Joe Gorga and his wife is the Melissa like the two situations are very different I'm very similar very similar and in last week's episode um, you know, Joe touched a little bit on our conversation. We had, we had like an hour conversation at the baseball yeah. field. And uh, I think in a weird, twisted, sick way, I was mm-hmm. talking to him as if he was my brother and he was talking to me as yeah. if I was his sister. And we were like actually communicating and, you know, it's a sad situation for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. We saw Jackie specifically be one to kind of hound you about this and think that there's more to the story with you and your brother are you surprised that she specifically had a hard time believing your story no she was gunning for me from when I didn't invite her to my party so Mm. it makes sense she had it out for me she just she couldn't get like over that um and even if I said a million times like hey you made me feel a certain way it was Mm. never well I'm sorry I made you feel that way it was well I'm gonna make you feel like shit now every time I see you (laughs) you know I'm not surprised. This sort of stemmed from before that a little bit, because I I know you said that when you all went over to Margaret's that she stared you down. She looked you up and down. Um, Do you think any of it stems from sort of the shift in roles this season? Obviously, Jackie, I think, came from the start as a friend. You were full time. Do you think that played a part at all? I wasn't full time. None of us were. Okay. I I didn't know I was full time till mid-season. Okay. Um, and we were told everybody has a spot. So there was no competition. 
um, which maybe helped because if there was a competition, maybe it would have been even dirtier, yeah. uh, you know, but I, I, I think what it came down to, um, Jackie's one, Jackie apparently is very educated. Jackie was a lawyer. Jackie is very different than me. So here I was this like fun, bubbly. I don't know how to spell certain words. I'm just <laughs> having a good time. And I think she hated everything about me from the get-go she was I think it was like this is who is going to join our friend group this mm. instead of like oh my god I love this girl she's so much fun we're no competition because they're nothing alike yeah I think she had a problem with that from the beginning you guys are very different that's for sure but difference is good yeah it could be good if everybody was the same the world wouldn't go around and it wouldn't be a fun show <laughs> right it wouldn't be a fun show so Danielle have you heard from your brother and his wife no. regarding the show airing and you talking about it nope I don't know if they watch I don't I don't know anything did you do you has that been in your mind like are they going to reach out to me are they watching these episodes have you thought about yeah. that season's airing yeah what people don't understand is that before this happened we mm -hmm. had an extremely close family like <laughs> Sunday dinners every Sunday he's the godfather to both of my children and you know like we were extremely close so my life is a new life for me i'm three years in almost three years into a new life that i had 34 years of living gone so it's a thing that's living every single day and i feel every single day you know yeah i almost think i like the ladies i get how they said you know they don't understand it i think it's almost they use the wrong wording i almost think they should have just said oh maybe that's surprising that you guys would have a falling out over what you, you know, said it was. Um, right. Might've been just miscommunication. I don't know. No, but I think we come from a world where more shit exists under the surface from what people are right. saying. So they're going to lump me into that. Gotcha. Like, well, it's definitely not the case. She definitely did something. Okay. It's going to come out in the news and we're going to bring it out because that's what they're used to. Sure. They're not used to like somebody just authentically telling the truth. Oh. Mm. <laughs> imagine that imagine that yeah. um considering you have your own family drama what has been your perspective about the gorga judice i mean obviously this is going on for a long time but what's been your perspective getting to know them and seeing what's going on in their family so from an outsider looking in it's kind of like okay let's all go set our separate ways but being in it and actually having conversations with both sides um you know, it's a, it's, it's a really sucky situation because they hate each other so much that they don't realize that they love each other. Mm. That makes any sense. That's because interesting. There's a, fine line, there's a fine line between hate and love. And I think they hate the fact that they love each other so much and they can't just be like, bye. Um, but I think right now is the best thing to do is just stay away, stay apart because it's not, not good. Yeah. It's almost better. I've, I've heard that many times in the past that like, if you hate someone, you at least like there's love somewhere in there rather than like indifference where you just have no feelings whatsoever about a situation. Well, that's where Teresa is these days. She is um, like, I just don't want to talk. I don't want to deal. And I get it. Imagine I tell her all the time. I say, I don't know how you did this for so long. Yeah. Like I'd be 90 pounds soaking wet because of my anxiety, <laughs> you know? And I think she she's just at a point now where she's just like let's be separated for a little bit mm -hmm. you know they don't yeah. bring anything good to each other's lives so why 
bring the negative. Sure. Do you feel like Louie being in the mix has helped the situation or hurt it? Because we saw him getting very involved at the uh, Shorehouse fight, Rachel's. You want to know something? Like, uh, people have say that whatever they want to say about Louie, I actually loved it. Mm-hmm. I love that he did that. Yeah. Right? He didn't talk to Teresa. I don't think he talked bad to Teresa. Mm-hmm. Teresa has a tendency when the world is nice and calm to come in like a, a tornado, like Miley Cyrus with the wrecking ball. Here she comes. Yeah. And I think Louie was like, chill. Let me try to make this better. Um, mm-hmm. That's not disrespecting a woman. So when I'm hearing like, no, he is the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. Corky, oh, you best believe he is. But you got to love him for that. You got to love him for that. And I think at that moment, he was trying to tell Teresa, like, calm down. Let's talk it out. Don't come on and attack. And I applaud him for for doing that. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Something he said that stuck to me that I agreed with him was that Teresa and Joe are so similar because they both are very rigid and like stubborn on their opinions and they don't change. And I feel like that is why they clash because the the two siblings are so similar. And I agree with three of them, though. All three of them, right? Because when Teresa asked Melissa to be in the bridal party, just say yes. Mm -hmm. We know Teresa's not going to come out and give you a sympathetic poem when she asks you to be in the party. We know she's going to come out and say, oh my God, I know you want to be in my wedding. So you want to be in my wedding? We know this. I don't don't know Teresa for half as long as Melissa does. Mm -hmm. Just say yes. And the problem with all three of them is not one bends. Bends, no one's gonna win. Yeah, that's the point. Um, you know, next week we saw a preview for Margaret's friend Laura spills some sort of secret about one of your co-stars. It's been reported that this is the thing that's about Melissa. What was your reaction when you first heard that rumor? I was like, oh man, damn. Uh, you know that puts me in a really tight spot because I'm friends with Melissa and it puts it put it puts everybody in a tight spot nobody wants to hear that Mm -hmm. I'm not one to bring anybody down as you can see like people talk crap to me I'm not gonna run Mm -hmm. but then there comes a point where you're like oh god do I what do I do here you know right it was it was not I didn't want to hear it it was yeah did you believe did you believe it then no, you don't want to believe something like that. No. You don't want to believe that because you see the two of them and on the surface, they look like a happy married couple. You never know what goes on behind closed doors, but on the surface, everything was great. Who wants to think that someone's marriage is going to implode? Yeah, we see this come out also on the Ireland trip. Um, is this going to blow up the Ireland trip? Because we've heard from Jen Fessler and a lot of the women that this is like a, such a fun trip that you girls really have a blast. Yeah, everybody had a blast. Yeah. Everybody except me. <laughs> I right. it wasn't like, yeah, it was tough for me. It was tough for me. It was tough. Um, Ireland is tough, and it has nothing to do with this rumor. I'll just you ain't, say that you ain't going back to Ireland. <laughs> no, maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll take Nate. We'll go frolicking on the pebble stones. But it was, um, it was, it was, there was some fun. I shouldn't say that. It was some fun. We got drunk. The girls got drunk. It was a, it was a fun moment in time, a blip in time. Hmm. Okay, so so some drama's coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? So funny when um that when Rachel when I was talking to Rachel and Margaret 
uh, last week's episode, right? And Rachel's like, what I say, what I say. I and I was sat there and I was like, and on camera looks like I'm like I'm dumbfounded, like I can't figure out what she says. But in that one moment, I'm like, huh, this is this is who you are. This is this this. Okay, I know where I am now. You know, because for so long I really wanted to be friends with all these people, and I'm like, oh, I see you. That's what was going through my head, and that goes through my head a lot. Yeah. Then everywhere, I'm like, oh. Mm. you know yeah can you and Rachel come back to a better place because at the start of the season it was fun to see you guys mesh together but now it seems like there's two sides and you're on one side and she's on the other uh, there, there's a, nobody did nobody did anything to me that was so bad where I can't you know of course but we have to sit and talk it out like adults and not like raving maniacs you know yeah. and um I'm always open to making um amends i don't like the feeling of fighting i don't like it it hurts my insides when i gotta go to a place and i'm like oh god who's coming to me i don't want to do that yeah. i want to go to yeah. a place i want to drink and i want to eat steaks yeah i don't want to like you know protect myself yeah um it was revealed earlier in the season that i mean you revealed it that you're related to caroline manzo what is your relationship with her and how would you say that might affect your relationship with Teresa, if at all so we're technically not related, related. My mm. dad married Caroline's brother's ex-wife. Got it. Oh. So Caroline has a brother. Yeah. He nice. was married. They got divorced and my dad married her. Are um, they still married? Yeah. So my dad is still married to her. So Caroline, uh, so my step, my stepbrother and sister are Caroline's niece and nephew. Yeah. And my stepsister is best friends with Laura and Manzo. They're always together. So when wow. we would have, you know, family parties for my niece and nephew, her kids, they would all be there. I would see them throughout the years. I mean, I would see the show, the show air and I'm like, the brownstone, wait, is this the, yeah. the Manzo's? What is this show? Yeah. Um, you know, so, I, but there's no bad blood. Like when I was coming on the show or when I'm, there was a, it was a thought. I had called them and I'm like, hey, I just want you to hear from me that this might be a thing, but I'm not going on. It has nothing to do with you. And yeah. you see that, like Caroline, I think we brought it up the first episode, but it's not brought up again after that. Yeah, no, I was just curious. I, I just love the the legacy connection there, you know, that you have. Yeah, been. That's, that's, that's ironic. That's ironic. But only in Jersey. Yeah, only in Jersey. Do you have a relationship with Dina? Because we see on this new episode, her name gets brought up because of the bridesmaids drama and her and Dolores clearly have zero relationship. I, I don't have her. I don't have a relationship with Dina. I met her a few times at the parties, but that was about it. Yeah. yeah and she lives across the country now. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, how are you feeling heading into, you know, the reunion will probably be filming in a couple of weeks. How are you feeling heading into that? I feel like, right, like I am excited to sit down. Excited, I don't know if that's the right term. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to sitting down and, and hashing it out and speaking my mind. And um, I don't know what's Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Expect. I've seen last year's reunion, and they come out like guns a-blazing. So, and there's a lot to cover, a lot to cover that really, you know, for me, I'm, it's what I went through, but everybody went through things. Yeah. And a lot of people have to get some stuff off their chest. Who is the person that you feel like you need to squash things or get to a better place with the most come reunion? Melissa, probably. Hmm. Interesting. Is that, is that relationship in flux now because of the Teresa of it all? Uh, no, not really because of Teresa. I, you know what? It's like all of them, really. Um, yeah. Melissa, yeah, it's, it's a divided. It, it, it has nothing to do with Teresa. Anything I do has mm-hmm. nothing to do with Teresa. This is all based on what people have done to me. Mm-hmm. I don't go and like someone or not like someone because yeah. of Teresa. So the narrative of like, oh, I'm this for Teresa. I don't even know what people mean by that because this is all things that they did to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think, don't play that. I think it's just surprising to hear you say, Melissa. So should we expect like something happens between you two the rest of the season? Not till the very end. Mm-hmm. Okay. That big finale fight, right? We had to, we talked to Dolores recently. She showed us the spot in the house where all the fighting was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah, it gets it get yeah, that might be one for the books, and yeah. I don't know what all the chapters were in the book, but if I'm gonna call it, that would be one for the books. Many many chapters. This is a <laughs> this is a divided cast we saw. I mean, at BravoCon, I know you you weren't at BravoCon, but um, they couldn't even be together. How does this group move forward as the unit? <clears throat> I mean, haven't they done it before? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Isn't that what they do? So I feel like we all hash it out. Maybe now watching things back, they see things a little bit differently. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping that they see, you know, things from my side. Um, but uh, that's what we do. We, yeah. we go at it. We hash it out. We make up and move on. Yeah. It's a cycle. Um, yeah. Cycle. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> On a, on a little bit of a lighter note, how are your husband and your kids liking being on camera? I mean, your kids are hilarious in the scenes. So cute. So cute. They they love it. We do it all day. I'm on my phone like this. Look at mommy yeah. all day long. So for them, it's, you know, fun when their friends say, oh, my mommy knows your mommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the other day, Valentina, we're in the dentist office. Tons of people everywhere. She's dancing and she's going, my mommy's a new housewife. Oh my gosh. I wanted to die. I was uh, like, v, we don't say that. We just don't go around saying that, you know? But they're cute. They're innocent kids. They know nothing bad. Only Barbie and uh, Nintendo and fun stuff. Yeah. And how has Nate enjoyed being a part of the guy group? Because that's like a show on its own, the Jersey Man. Totally. They get the easiest job in the world, these guys. They, yeah. I mean, we go at it, <laughs> and they all want to take the shots. They're great. Oh my God. Like, yeah, he loves it. Nate's getting mm. a lot of good attention. It's all, it's good. It's, a, it's, he's good. Who's, 
Who's he tightest with of the men? Louis. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a good dude, Louis. He's really, really good. Yeah. Well, we're so excited to have you on the show and you, you know, you're a breath of fresh air and we can't wait to see what the rest of the season brings. Um, thank, thank you for you. stopping by. Thanks, thank Indiana. you guys for having me. It's so nice meeting you and I hope to talk to you again. Thank, thank you guys. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. bye.